Welcome back to the Book Report. <laughs> Do you want me to say I'm Allie? I don't know. Always. <laughs> okay. I'm Allie. And I'm Rach. <laughs> We're here still figuring out our intro, clearly. We're professional. We always just have this really fun moment where we stare at each other and I can't decide who's supposed it's to It's super fun. Next. I feel like every time before it starts, we're like, we're going to figure this out before we start recording. You know what it is, too? I, I, I know I talk a lot mm. and cut people off. Mm. And Me too. Talk over people. And I'm trying to be so conscientious of that on this podcast. And I'd rather just stare at you awkwardly for 20 seconds than talk over you (laughs) a neighbor of ours who is actually popular in tiktok um he's been giving us some tips and he asked us if we'd like to do like a live and when i told ali she was like the face she made was just vomit that makes me want to die yeah no that's not gonna happen but we're here (laughs) (laughs) because we sound so good clearly (laughs) no one would ever want to see what we look like while we do this i want to be cozy and comfy while i'm doing this i don't Mm want to have to think about people watching me i'm stressed enough about people hearing me you know yeah should we keep this from the all the fans <laughs> all the fans all the so many of them <laughs> well you've made it from our the first <laughs> 30 seconds of nonsense but welcome back to the report we're so glad you're here for another week i actually do have some like real friends in real life that are reading this book right now Ooh, and they're wait. excited about oh that's fun last week I talked about my stint at teaching and I made so many great friends while I was teaching but the one girl that I felt like she gets me um was the other hot mess express and she's the one that's been listening so it feels good but she's reading this book right now so hey Virginia that's so fun oh my gosh I love that someone's we know yep. someone is for sure reading along. That's yeah. great. Well, today we're going to be doing A Good Girl's Guide to Murder by Holly Jackson. And we're going to talk a little bit about our delving into young adult and, you know, YA fiction. I This is totally outside the genre of books that I normally read, with the exception that it's a th- thriller murder mystery, which I love. Oh, and those are always fun. Spoiler alert, I loved it. Tonight, we're drinking a tart cherry and ginger margarita. Ooh, it's so good. So, Ali, you were not privy to this part of my coming-of-age story. Oh. But when my husband and I got married, I dove really hard into Martha Stewart. I I love this. I love (laughs) hearing about this. Tell me more. Someone bought me her handbook to homemaking. Mm, Important. We will never do that book on our podcast because it's like 5,000 pages, and probably really boring to most of the people. The idea of us podcasting about Martha Stewart's Guide to Homemaking, although I love Martha. Martha, this was, I'm trying to even think if she was in prison yet before I idolized her. It didn't matter. Um, That made her better. Yeah, stronger, (laughs) faster. (laughs) (laughs) This is one of her recipes. Oh, so fun. Yeah, I wanted to make something that looked like blood, Ooh, and spooky. This came up on one of the Halloween cocktails, and Martha didn't put it there. The internet mm. did. Um, I'm so glad she did it. It's so good. Delicious. I, cheers. Cheers. Mm. Um, it's got tequila. It's got a ginger liqueur, which... Into I, it. I had my husband go out and buy it. He's like, you better use this for more than one cocktail. Ooh, that's a pricey one. 
I mean, it wasn't that pricey, but we're like pretty middle class um, <laughs> in this economy, especially. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, that's the only sugar in it is the ginger liqueur. I love a tart. I do a too. tart drink, and I feel like this one's like really well balanced and. Yeah. I, same. I feel like when it calls for half a lime, I add a whole lime. For, yeah. So there's two limes in this. And if it this. calls for sugar, I always like down, I do mm-hmm. less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even when we were in Mexico on the bachelorette trip that we've talked endlessly about, I feel like when we always ask for a cocktail, we're like, we want this thing. Not sweet. Yeah. Not sweet. Yeah. That's just our thing. And so it had ginger liqueur, unsweetened tart cherry juice. So that's what gives it mm. its gives it its bloody color lime juice and then i it asked for fresh ginger for garnish and i'm never one to say anything bad about martha but i did buy fresh ginger and it did look terrible yeah so i picked up some ginger candy today and I thought yeah i love candy ginger so mm-hmm. real into this love it's it. delicious good choice good, good choice good cocktail so today we're reading a girl's got a murder and if you have not read this before get ready for all the spoilers yeah i'm about to spoil it up pippa our main character is a high school senior and she's working on a capstone project which in I high school didn't do no I, that was unrelatable to what me. kind of fancy high school has a capstone project it seems like a really small school too <laughs> did you do were you in public school i was in a public school same i, I, I assumed when reading this that she was at a fancy private school for like Nothing about her family or her town seems no, fancy, except though. that you have a capstone project. Yeah, I don't know. It, uh, Threw me off. High school seniors, if you're listening, <laughs> All sound off. Let us is know that if that's Gen normal. Or, is that like I don't one know. below Gen Z? It also seemed like a really hard project to do. Yes. I'm going to solve a murder? Yeah. <sighs> I mean, I, that seems like something I would choose now. Mm-hmm. If I now had a capstone project. Maybe. In high school, I'd be like, what is... Could I just do like a science experiment with like the trifold board? That yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's that was my spirit in high school. But instead of doing that, she decides to reinvestigate a murder that had been solved mm-hmm. by her town's police force years earlier. It was a murder suicide of a couple that went to her high school. So I think they were quite a few years older than her, but. Everyone in her friend group knew people that were involved in the original murder investigation. Mm-hmm. So she had to have been like a freshman or an eighth grader yeah. when this had happened. And she teams up with the brother of who the police and the town had condemned to be the culprit yeah, of the so murder. Yeah, like the, the suspect. The, mm-hmm, who committed suicide. Yes. So his name is Ravi. Mm-hmm. And you quickly learn to love him yes i mean you love all the characters in the book and i feel like that's a common theme to the books we really love is the characters are just so endearing and lovely and same is true for here um but as she's investigating the story she already thinks that how the investigation played out by the police and who the community condemned to be the culprit probably wasn't the whole story and the book is just it's full of these twists and turns that I feel like almost everyone had a motive to kill Andy Bell, who mm-hmm. is the the original victim in the story. And when I was doing the research for the podcast, the name the Who Done It mystery kept coming up. Mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, I I grew up reading Nancy Drew 
which are classic whodunits. Yeah. And amongst other books, I was like, oh, that's, that was just the spirit of this yeah. story. Is as you're reading along and as you don't want to go to sleep at night because you're like, keep turning pages to figure out who did it. <sighs> that feeling everyone of like, did it. you're falling asleep and the mm-hmm. book drops and wakes you up and you don't think I need to put this down you think oh I have to read more yeah it's or you best. think you're almost done yes and yes. I'm gonna find out in just a few pages I'm gonna get the answer I need oh, that that is my life <laughs> um so that's kind of the half summary of the story and we I I think we'll probably like keep talking about what happened throughout the story as I ask these questions but um young adult books is something that I am not it, it's it's never a genre that I pick up in the store. You're because not sold. You don't go to the young adult section. Mm-mm. It's like the first one I go to. No, which I don't know why I do. Like I went to my to the library with my son last week, and those books look great. Yeah, there's so many good ones. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it's not a genre I normally pick up. <sighs> I love it. I mean, I loved the Hunger Games series when it came. Oh, out. that I was so good. Devoured it, and hung- that was one of the first series that I latched onto the books before the movies started. Mm-hmm. And then when the movies came out, we went to the midnight showings and people were dressed up and everything. That oh. was my first experience. I think I saw Lord of the Rings at a midnight showing, but I hadn't read the books or anything. I was just kind of, you know, along for the ride. But Hunger Games was the first series that I really... Did you dress up? I didn't dress up, okay. which is not on character for me. Like, no. I'm a theme... Mm-hmm. I, I, w- I would dress up now for sure I love a good theme I love an opportunity to dress up in costume I'm even thinking like what side of the Hunger Games I'd want to dress up like like Katniss is such an amazing character but would I want to be in like the the new world what is that called the what is the, the capital the capital Ooh, like a capital no. but oh to dress I mean, up it would like be the fun capital to dress up like that yeah mm. yeah that was one that's the one I think I thought that's the one that, like, like I really got into young adult series. Yeah. And then I read, like I mentioned last week, Percy Jackson and um, a bunch of other – Maze Runner. I read all of those. Oh, I didn't read that. There's just there's – just, and then nowadays there's so many – there's even more options to choose from. Mm-hmm. It's not all just, you know, dystopian. Sometimes I think about that, though, when older generations are surprised how everyone of younger generations turned out in their political leanings. And I think – we all grew like everyone grew up reading dystopian mm-hmm. novels. We all. What was the other series? It's really it's a. Train. Oh, Shailene Woodley. Mm-hmm. She was in. Um, it's not Maze Runner. Divergent. Divergent. I read all that too. Me too. I read Divergent. No, it's that so is my good. life. It's like this person. Don't know her name. Divergent <laughs> is good. Well, Matt, we can't get into all of that. But yeah, I. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love young adult. You don't, but you're saying you don't love it. It's not what you go to, but you've just listed several that you Because love. I read so many other things. Got it. That young adult just isn't. I feel like there's some shame in it. I mean, Curse of Dark and Lonely, I think, would be. Curse Breaker would be young adult. And I didn't read that right away. Yeah. And I thought it was because it wasn't spicy. And I just finished. Akatar. Akatar. And so that wasn't just what I wanted to read at the time. But oh, the stories are so good in the young adult realm and I feel like I'm I I definitely was missing out if you are writing I'm not an author so I don't know Mm -hmm. but if you're writing trying to keep the attention of young adult of like high schoolers yeah you've got to be writing a great series or it's not going to be 
readable. Readable, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If you didn't hear last week, dear friend of ours. Uh, who's cool and she runs in circles so of like cool. really cool successful professionals and she had she has these girlfriends that write young adult novels i don't want to embarrass anyone so i'm not gonna you know name names name names but she invited us we couldn't come to save her from this embarrassment but Ugh. as she's at dinner she keeps referring to ya as ya yeah and she's telling me about the night the next morning and she keeps saying it like, yeah. Like, Wait, what? What? It's like, that's how you say it, right? Like, I mean, I'm not a young adult reader. How would you but have saved why? her, though? If you had been there, what would you, how would you have stopped this from happening? I think because you just, her friends never said anything. Like, she is – she's not an embarrassable person. No. Like, they could have called it out. But they didn't. Yeah, I, just I know we told the story last week, but it's worth telling again. And <laughs> it, when you hear us say "yeah," you just need to know that's why. Okay, well, after there's a couple books that I don't know about you, but I have Allie and I have like when we structure a season or when we structure the summer season, we alternate books. Mm-hmm. And I've already picked my fall books. Spoiler, but there was a couple books from the young adult young adult realm that or genre that I wanted to include and I'm really excited to read them um so get excited about that but one of them and so as I was reading this book I didn't know it was part of a trilogy um but I did order the sequel good girl bad blood Ooh. Which, it seems like they're all standalone. I don't know how this could be a sequel. It'll be interesting to figure this one out. The next book, it seemed like a whole different mystery. From okay. people in the same town. It is in the same town? Mm-hmm. Wow, what a is town. Is what it seemed like. Because she has to be going to college. Oh, yeah. But hmm. it seemed like all a bunch of the same characters. Okay. And there's a third one, too. So I, I'm going to read the second one just because I purchased it. And maybe we'll include it in a later yeah, episode. Yeah, that'll be fun. Okay, so the second thing I want to talk about is the likability of the characters. Mm-hmm. So when you first hear about this murder-suicide, you hear about Andy Bell, and then you hear about Sal. So in this story, you learn that Andy Bell or Andy and Sal are dating, and Andy is murdered, and mm-hmm. then the next day... Sal commits suicide with a note that says that he had murdered Andy. And from everything you know about Sal, he seems likable and beloved by all of his friends. And Andy seems like the popular girl that seemed like kind of a bitch. Yeah. And Sal is, I mean, and his family is immediately discarded. Mm -hmm. Like, they're garbage. Mm -hmm. And I don't know... I thought a lot about this, like way too much for a book. Like, would do I do the same thing mm. when I, I don't know, when I watch interesting cases on the internet or I read a book about a crime or am I taking what a talking head says is true and yeah. like bringing their accusations onto a culprit or a person that's accused? Yeah. And in this case, the person that has died. And then you learn that 
when you hear more and more people talk about how the victim, the first victim, Andy, was such an awful person. Mm-hmm. I don't know. In this book, you just found yourself swinging from... All over the place. Yes. Lo- yeah. Like... Everyone had a motive to kill Andy. Yes. Because she Because she was seemed like she was awful. Doing a lot of awful things and... Yeah, that's... But she's in high school, so awful things is... That's true. It felt more relatable, but... She just seemed like a bitch. Yeah. And then you're like, don't speak ill of the dead. It's kind of how Mm -hmm. everyone is treating the situation while everyone is speaking ill of Sal. And there's definitely a racism is for Mm -hmm. sure involved. Ravi and Sal's family are immigrants. And uh, yeah, so there's definitely that going on too, which Mm -hmm. plays a role in like which who's blamed. And yeah. And good for Pip or Pippa. She wants to interview the family. Yeah. And she that's how she meets Ravi, which they have this super cute mm-hmm. friendship turned relationship. Their whole dynamic was it was just like a, a breath of fresh air. Yeah. I don't know. It was it was sweet. I think I had just finished Euphoria when mm-hmm. I was reading this. I don't like that. Oh, sweet angels. This yeah. isn't anything like that. Wait till you get to casting, Ellie. Okay. Just wait. Okay. It's just, I think I titled it Euphoria 2.0, which is sad because <laughs> <laughs> this was the anti-euphoria. So not that anything like this ever happened in my high school experience, but this sweet, poor family whose son had committed suicide, there was like a double whammy of, you know, mm-hmm. watching through the eyes of a reader, this family whose son committed suicide. From what they knew. From what they From know. police and... The police assumed he committed suicide. Mm-hmm. But not... They lost their son and they find out that their son, the the boy that they loved, had killed this girl. This really Supposedly. popular... Yeah, girl. So the police say. And it t- like I feel like the book opens with how much the community hates this family. Yeah. Like it's a spooky house. Like kids egg it. They are scared to go inside. Um, mm-hmm. and Pippa's family is constantly telling her like they did they did nothing wrong yeah there's no reason our community should be trained like this you shouldn't be scared of Ravi they did nothing wrong which is just interesting I mean yeah when you watch television I feel like as true crime readers and true crime people that are kind of obsessed with yeah you know, podcasts that talk about it or books that talk about it. Their families are so interesting to me. Yeah. And I've never thought that the people that are associated with them are bad people. Bad people, yeah. I, it's just sad. But that was an interesting part of the story. And, and people even, when Pippa is interviewing folks, Ravi doesn't come with her for a lot of them because mm-hmm. she feels like, oh, they're just going to be upset that I'm yeah. there. Which is disturbing and a bummer okay so the other thing that i was thinking about the whole time reading the story was how i don't know how unrealistic it was this high school it's like i'm gonna look at this crime that yeah. the police have already solved and i'm gonna take another stab at it like that doesn't happen mm-hmm. but are there things that I mean, I feel like I'm super creepy. And if someone moves into my neighborhood oh, yeah. that I'm interested in, I'm going to find out their name. I'm going to find out when they yes. were married, if they've ever 
been convicted of a crime <laughs> so many things are teenagers better at this than we are or the police are like are our kids learning how to do this better it is pippa in the the perfect place in her life to solve this crime maybe i mean maybe i, I mean so the com- community shaming of mm-hmm. ravi and um sal's family is a perfect example of why communities solving crimes or like mm-hmm. you know us Joe Schmoes on the street is not always going to work because we are being yeah inundated with everyone's opinions. Also, that's like not our to say that the biases. and biases, yeah. but that's not to say that detectives aren't also being exposed to those biases and things in the community as well. Sure, and I don't know the statistic, but the percentages the percentage of homicides that are solved is low it is very low and so i i understand people wanting to jump in and and get Mm -hmm. involved with that i mean younger generations are going to be better at technology and better at utilizing all of the resources that are now available to them that i we don't always or just thinking of things differently yeah and i i know that like high school politics is so different than what someone sees. I feel like it looks so simple from this side of high school. Right. I just remember thinking that as a high schooler, like or my parents think they have some idea of what goes on here, but they have no, no idea, idea of what goes on here. Yeah. Maybe if it's like a high school crime, they could mm-hmm. figure it out because they understand all the, they need their the politics. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Okay. I feel like this is going to be kind of controversial, but – did you think Pippa was a flat character? Okay, I wouldn't have – I don't know that I would have necessarily thought that. But so many of the characters are so interesting. Mm-hmm. She's not the most interesting. I wouldn't say she's flat. Whenever she had, like, a, a surge of emotion, I felt like that seemed fake. I don't know. Oh, like she didn't seem like I loved her. But whenever she showed a piece of herself that I didn't love, it felt like it wasn't part of her true character. Interesting. And I didn't get those vibes, but I just I didn't think she was the most interesting. I thought mm-hmm. she was just like a a light to shine on the, the most interesting mm-hmm. characters. Who do you think was most interesting? I mean, ev- even the bad characters were interesting. Like Andy yeah. Bell was mm-hmm. fascinating because you're supposed to feel bad because she's this victim. I mean, you do feel bad because she's a victim. Yeah. Of this horrible crime and that no one deserves that to happen to them. And then you're also being shown, this is why everyone would have a reason to have murdered her. Yeah. At the same time. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ravi is great. Sal is interesting because he seems, he is in a relationship with Andy. But clearly doesn't know everything about her life and what's going or on, and doesn't love everything about what doesn't he love every. Find there's out all about these like life. complexities. Maybe it's not even mm-hmm. interesting. It's just complexities. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's because Pippa's the narrator. You're not uncovering all of those complexities over time in the same way. Maybe, but that's a good. Yeah, it's more just like obvious because you're kind of like seeing things from her point of view. Yeah, I don't. I didn't think of her as flat. She just wasn't the most interesting of everyone. Yeah, it was when I was reading this book that I really. So there's, I say the word trigger warning all the time, 
when I think of things about like sexual abuse or child abuse or mm-hmm. rape or and all of those things are absolutely awful I'm gonna sound like the most terrible person when I tell you that I think my only necessity for a trigger warning is like for you personally that personally you would want one for. Mm-hmm, is animal abuse oh I want to know before it comes up yeah when I was reading the book and you the dog goes missing she the dog has been threatened yeah. like motherfucker mm-hmm. and then even in movies when I think an animal is about to be hurt like well I'm Can't gonna close it. my eyes here Aww. but I won't close my eyes into the most horrific parts of stranger things mm-hmm. or uh, things when like bad things are happening to people or uh, yeah there so yeah that does the dog the dog thing Barney oh, Barney it was Barney. rough I think we've been desensitized to a lot and it feels Perhaps. like something we are not as desensitized to, to mm-hmm. be honest. You're- but you'll have like a PG movie that you'll be watching with your child and then the dog ends up dying. Like, well, I needed something. To oh, yeah. Tell me that was coming. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm not okay now. Yeah, that is a definitely a rough. I mean, there's lots of rough things in the book, but that Holy is Jackson. definitely one of them for sure. Okay, so let's talk about the Ward family. Okay. Ward family. Let's talk about them. So the Ward family is uh, Elliot Ward, which is the teacher, father of Kara and Naomi. Kara is Pippa's best friend. Mm -hmm. There's kind of this triangle of best friends. You have Kara, Pippa, and Lauren. Lauren is not in the book that much. Kara definitely is more central to the story. And mainly because... Honestly. I didn't even cast her. Yeah. Because her name is Lauren, I had her in my head as another character. But when I went back and looked it up, I'm like, I didn't even see her as anyone. Yeah. And then Naomi is Kara's older sister, and she was friends with Andy. Mm-hmm. Or she was in the same friend group as mm-hmm. Andy. And she was there on the night that Sal supposedly killed Andy. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's brought into the story. And she's even thought to be a culprit for yeah. For part of it. For part of it. I mean, you feel like all of these characters at some part. At some point, she suspects everyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's how great I feel like young adult fiction is. I You can get away with all of I it. I didn't care. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, no, that seems absolutely possible. But the Ward family, I can't remember why the mother is no longer in the story. But you know that something tragic happened and Pippa was there for Kara. Yeah. That's um, familiar now. And how sad the dad was so Pippa's like very close to this family Mm -hmm. yeah and uh, which spoilers abound but Elliot you find out has been having an affair with Andy Mm -hmm. as a student he was her teacher and the scandals in this book. Mm-hmm. N- none of this happened at my high school. No. <laughs> like, I'm trying to no. think of one teacher. No, that never happened. We had, a, we, we had like a. What? No, not a teacher scandal like oh. that. So my hometown did have kind of that. There was a awful murder of two high school girls when I was probably in eighth grade. And so there was this kind of, I know how that. I can relate strangely to this. Mm -hmm. There's this giant, 
awful crime that happened to high schoolers in your hometown. I get Is that. Is it salt? It's like kind of ongoing. Last I checked, they a couple years ago, they had a suspect finally. And yeah, I think he was going to court. It's it's crazy. It, it's crazy. And so part of the, I understand like growing up in that, like I was mm-hmm. about her age, Pippa's age, when this happened. And you just think about it. I think about it all the time still. I just think about it all the time. These girls were older than me. And yeah, I, I understand that. But all of the other surrounding things going on in this school, I'm like, holy moly, teachers scandals the drugs the like sexual abuse the roofies there was a lot going on in this maybe I was oblivious and I just didn't know all I was like the good Christian girl in high school so I thought maybe people just but drugs just seemed not my scene it just feels like this is this school there was a lot going on in this school there was Mm -hmm. a lot going on that I cannot relate to yeah (laughs) that's how I feel and I watch euphoria and oh, then I read this book, that, and I was like, oh, this seems tame. Well, the, there was still a lot going on. And this – so, yeah, the Ward family, the teacher is having an affair with Andy. Mm-hmm. He's also trying this whole time. He knows that Pippa is investigating this murder. Oh, I've forgotten about that. He's been sending her, yeah. like, threats. He's, yeah. like, threatening her to try to get her to stop because – Is he the one that killed Barney, the dog? I don't remember if it was an accident or I think he had captured Barney. I think it ended up being an accident. How do you accidentally kill a dog, dude? F cares. He, so the the way this, we we said we were probably going to get more into the summary. So Elliot, correct me if I'm wrong, because I get a little confused trying to recap this. Elliot, teacher Elliot, father, Mr. Ward father of Pippa's best friend was having an affair with Andy he thought he killed her right Mm -hmm. and then later sees a random ass girl walking down the street and thinks it's the half dead Andy he thought he hurt and potentially killed Mm -hmm. so he gets this half this girl who's ends up just being it's just like this girl who's on drugs Mm -hmm. and he captures her and keeps her in an attic for years am i saying this right and no everything you're saying is right and she then thinks she's andy because he refers to her as andy and everything right yeah it's very it's and pippa exposes all of this at the end yes and then as she's leaving the scene where the police are there i mean this part is the most it's like a fantastic like, she thinks she has solved this. And she says, she's like, Mr. Ward has Andy in mm-hmm. the attic of this house. And she busts in and there is a girl there. And then she's like, that's not Andy. <laughs> mm-hmm. And something clicks within her brain that she should go see Andy's sister, Becca. Yes. Her younger sister, who's from what she has, she's interviewed Becca. Yeah. About the story and about the capstone project and something clicks within her brain that she needs to go talk to becca because this doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense (laughs) and she goes alone and becca drugs her becca is the murderer confesses the crime there's like there's something i love so much about a cliche 
And as I'm reading this book, I'm like, yes. You know what it is? I don't know if you grew up with watching soap operas with your mother and grandmother, but it feels very (laughs) soap opera-esque. It did. No, you're absolutely right. And I'm still here for that. Mm -hmm. I'm here for the soap opera wild ending. I didn't care that it was cheesy. I didn't care that it was like, oh, as she's telling me this. I was like, turning those pages. I couldn't read it fast enough. Mm -hmm. I I didn't even know there was a sequel. And I knew that Pippa was going to survive the strugging. Oh, yeah. It Um, is so, it is so much like a soap opera. Yeah. But it's good. So apparently Andy was hurt by Elliot Ward. Yeah. After she said she was going to, tell everyone about the affair she came back to their house and becca tried to tell her about an assault yeah her little sister was assaulted and becca didn't or no andy didn't care because she had also just been assaulted and and had been having an affair with a teacher yeah it's wild (laughs) y'all if you're confused it's because It's not because of the margaritas. It's because it is a wild (laughs) ride of a book at the end here. I can't wait to read the second one. I know. Becca then kills her older sister. And you learn all of this as Pippa, our heroine, is slowly fading into a coma because she's been drugged by Becca. Yeah. Saved by Ravi. Oh, yeah. Everything is like concludes in the end. It it wraps up in a nice bow. Which I love. It does wrap up in a nice bow, and it is very soap opera-esque. It is – I'm pretty sure I read this on a camping trip. Because I, I have an, I have memories in my head of, like, the background of where I was when I was reading it. I think mm-hmm. I was camping. It's a great camping book. Gets you a little – it's a little spooky, yeah. you know? Okay. Yeah. In a fun way, because mm-hmm. I, I totally – I agree with you 100%. Okay, so you call them – your fun alley questions but yes fun rage questions yeah what would your capstone project be if you were to have your chance would it be to investigate this murder in your hometown would it be that's too close to home i don't think i could do it i don't Mm -hmm. think i could do that one like with your adult brain if you could go back and like speak into your senior year what what do you think? Oh gosh, Senior Alley would. Okay, it's so hard because Senior Alley had just so lim- like was so limited in mm-hmm. points of views or the things she knew. I don't even know. Do you have one? No. <laughs> no, this, the net spotlight's on you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's. There's okay. things about, like, women I wish I would have I know. thought more about, about, like, really strong women and about marriage. It might be something with my own family. Mm, something about my family history or, you know, stories you hear about your family that feel mm-hmm. kind of vague. When you said women, I was like, ah, there's so many interesting women in my family yeah. that I just don't really know everything mm-hmm. about. And High School Alley still had older relatives who are alive that would have been I would have loved to interview them yeah. and learn more there's probably a lot of black history around my area that has never been mm-hmm. focused on or, or that would have been interesting to do yeah. a capstone project on gosh it wasn't something that was such a good I was question trying to think when I was a senior if I had to do anything equivalent to that and I don't think so even no I definitely we, we didn't have, have friends to. now that are 
way smarter. I'll just speak for myself. Way smarter than me that one of our neighbors just got their doctorate. And oh, she's a yes. You can speak for both of us. Thesis. I'm like, oh, this was like Louise. a book. It's amazing. You had to defend, and you had to write novels of your like what goes on in your brain. I and still want to read it. I want to read her thesis. Last question: What's your favorite young adult series, or just a standalone? I mean, Hunger Games is the one that will hold a special place mm-hmm. in my heart forever. I was trying to think. Do you, if would you I, think Harry Potter would be considered young adult, or is that oh like gosh. even? That's a hard one because everyone we folks were young when it's mm-hmm. they started reading it. I never read Harry Potter as at the right age. I didn't grow up with Harry Potter. I, didn't I probably either. read it in college for the first time. Mm-hmm. So it's hard. It, it's not. I love it. I, I agree with you. That feels mm-hmm. nostalgic. Even though I was older, I was same married when I read Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. But it was the one that that it like kind of latched me onto that genre. And again, you know, going to the theater at midnight, that whole thing was yeah. very fun. I was trying to think if there was something I read as a high schooler. In high school, I was a complete nerd and read way too serious books. I was not reading young adult in high school. I don't remember what it was called, but so I loved, I grew up like in elementary school, I would seek out like the Bigfoot and UFO books in my elementary, uh-huh. such a weirdo. And then I loved Goosebumps yes. in elementary school. Yeah. But then Arl Stein wrote this series. It was for older, I feel like there was romances, mm-hmm. but it was like scary romance. Mm-hmm. I don't remember this at all. I'm saying, "Mm -hmm," but I don't know what you're Um, talking about. But R.L. Stein's, (laughs) I'd love to read one now and be like, oh no, these are like. could do one for the pod. Middle schoolers. (laughs) But I feel like I do agree with you. My favorite is Hunger Games. Uh, Yeah. It It just stands up. I feel like the movies were really good Mm -hmm. too. Like that never happens, but I I loved those books. I mean, maybe it kind of shaped my now political views. It's possible. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like it probably did. I was pretty conservative when I met Allie. Yeah, <laughs> I was too. I maybe a little more moderate, but was more conservative for sure. Mm-hmm. But it definitely shaped, it definitely changed that, uh, along with a lot of other things. <laughs> I was trying to think if there was something from high school. I just didn't. I didn't. I wasn't into that. I think we had young adult movies. That's mm. the thing. I don't think we. Maybe I'm wrong. It doesn't feel like there was a lot of young adult literature, but we had 10 Things I Hate About You, She's All That. Yeah. We had those coming, you know, of age. coming of age rom-coms. Which seems so innocent. After even reading this book, I'm like, oh my gosh. Drugs ten, feel like a cartoon. 10 Things I Hate About You is one of my top, for sure, top five favorite movies ever of all time. Can't beat it. I, th- I also think that movie is one of the reasons I read a lot of Shakespeare in high school because it was based on. I tried to read The Bell Jar by Sylvia Plath. Get it from because of Ten Things I Had About Because you. of a movie and nope, <laughs> couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. I did read it because of that movie, but I maybe I don't really like it, but I thought I did because of that movie because I wanted to be her so bad. 
Mm, me too. We got one. I really did, and I just couldn't. The speech she gives about when the, <laughs> which is in the classroom. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. It's it holds up to this day, and the black teacher mm-hmm. calls her out. It's so good. It's so good. Anyway, yeah, we had young adult movies, not books. I think when we were growing up. That's Call okay. us out if we're wrong. If there was young adult literature that was great in the late 90s, early 2000s, let us know. We graduated the same year. 03. 03, yeah. Yeah. High school in 03. So if you had something, I just don't remember any of it. I just feel it. like that whole decade was so cheesy that... 10 Things I Hate About You is not cheesy. No, I, <laughs> I stand by that. That, that was it's a great greatest. movie. I feel like it stood apart from all of the other chick flicks or rom-coms from that era because it was just so good. But yeah, call us out. Yeah, tell, tell us, us what we don't know. Um, okay, casting. I call this casting Euphoria 2.0. And I know you have not <laughs> I'm gonna, watched I'm going to have to look up all of these people. Um, well, I'm going to help you because a lot of them are in other things. Okay. But Pippa and I have got to make a humongous apology because I've been saying <laughs> Zendaya like, I am her biggest fan, and it's Zendaya. It's Zendaya. Zendaya. I mean, I didn't know that, but I also have never watched Euphoria. But I said Zendaya, too. Mm, I'm so, so like, sorry, Zendaya. We were trying to be fancy. Mm-hmm. Well, Pippa, Pippa actually, when I pictured her as Zendaya, this en- entire book that I was reading it, but I don't think she's black. I, because her name's Pippa, just pictured a redhead, like Pippi Longstocking. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have a clear picture in my head. I think she's from a mixed race family. Um, oh, is her? She her dad adopt. is black. It's her stepdad. Oh, her stepdad's black. Okay. When I went back to look at it, I was like, I probably should. That just makes like sense. Double check myself. You but be, yeah. Anyway, I saw Zendaya. Ravi, he's too old for the part, and you're gonna know exactly when you see him. But Malik. Pencoli is Jonathan on 30 Rock. And he's just like this lovable. Oh, yes. He's an Indian actor. Oh, yes. He's, this is who I pictured 1,000 million percent. He's so handsome, but he's also like goofy and lovable. Rach. Such a wonderful. This is a perfect casting. Yes. Oh, thank you. That means so much. I could not get Sal. I couldn't find someone that I felt – I mean, it's, they're in high school when this happened. Yeah. And everyone I pictured was just too old. But, I don't know, Jonathan from 30 Rock seemed – I didn't care that he was older. Mm-hmm. But he just seemed like a lovable character. I thought he'd be really good at Ravi. Andy is Sydney Sweeney. And I don't know if you have – yeah, I know you haven't seen Euphoria. But did you watch The White Lotus? No. Oh, girl. I know. I know. I know. I feel so. Our neighborhood, I feel like, is just a um, a group think, and we're all watching the same thing at the same time. Oh yeah. And oh yes, this is Andy. Yes, <laughs> this is Andy. She, what else? Is I she feel like in? everyone watched The White Lotus. Everyone shares their accounts. Why haven't you yeah. shared my HBO account? I no, like I have do. HBO. I only share your Netflix. Don't get uh, at me, Netflix. But I share your Netflix account. Okay. Do I, am I using your HBO account? I hope so. The other day, you know how I said the other day, there's something I've been meaning to Venmo you for, uh-huh. and I couldn't remember what it was. It's the fact that I have used your Netflix for like years. The most like lovely part about Ali and I's relationship is that we Venmo the $2 back and forth. It is like, <laughs> it, we're, that's going to be our eternal Venmo. It's like, hey, why don't we just like stop this for a year and then it, 
probably we even track out. of it. But I just always think like it'll figure itself out. I the other I've have been like for months. There's something I've been meaning. There is something I'm forgetting, and I just keep meaning I, to video I you hope for it's Netflix, Netflix for like a year. Oh. <laughs> we, like she, I have no okay, idea. what else is she in that I'm thinking of? Okay, anyway, keep I've going. only seen There's her in The White else. Lotus and Euphoria, but I feel like. I had her in my head cast as someone else, but when I thought about Andy, I'm like, no, that's that's who I was picturing. It was actually Sydney mm. Sweeney. Um, Cara, sharp objects. She's in sharp objects. She oh, mm-hmm. she is. That's what I'm picturing her from. Yep. No, you're absolutely right. That was the first thing I ever saw her in. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Oh, what a yep. good show. She's Andy. She's Andy. Okay. Good. Okay. I did it good. Kara. So her name is Chloe Grace Moretz, and she's been in other cool things before this one thing that I remember her from, but she was in Kick-Ass. Yep. Did you see Kick-Ass? Yes. I love Kick-Ass. <laughs> yes. 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 So the book describes her as blonde, which I didn't remember this character being blonde, but when I was trying to think of who I was picturing, I looked up Kick-Ass, and mm-hmm. this was her. You're doing great at this. Oh. That makes me feel so good. So Naomi was Maud Apatow, and that's another yes, euphoria. Yes, I yes. just love the whole Apatow family. I could. Same. I Same. wish I knew them all. They seem like every the kids growing up in Hollywood. How are they normal and they seem cool and not shitty? And that's got to be hard. And then Max Hastings, one more Euphoria casting, and then I'm going to wrap this up, is Jacob Elordi, and he's Nate Jacobs from Euphoria. And I know I had said, like, this seems like a mm -hmm. delightful view of high school students, and Euphoria is the worst version, and then I just cast everyone as everyone Max is the... He's a rich, like, drug kid that... He was involved in the death, but he didn't do it. Like he, but I you think the whole time you're like you're the kind of person who would. Mm-hmm. You I would. feel like everyone on that list was someone that we kind of thought did it. But. Good job. I mean, you say Euphoria 2.0, but that was a great that was a great casting. I like everyone you cast. Thank you. Thank you. So good. All right, so let's talk about next week. We are reading The Invisible Life of Addie Larue. This is one that. I had not read prior to mm-hmm. choosing it. Um, Me either. I think all of the rest, one of us had read it mm-hmm. before recommending it. So we're trying to make this season easy so we wouldn't yeah. have to be reading five million books. Yeah, which I just feel like we've done anyway. Yeah, which is so nice. it's this is one we're both reading right now or have read recently. I am reading it currently and am intrigued loving it and very excited to talk i hope about your cocktail week. includes tons of champagne oh oh champagne makes me feel mm, not so great the next mm. day so it depends on when we're recording it <laughs> what i might to have the next to morning. phone it in the next morning <laughs> <laughs> we'll see but yes invisible life of Addie larue very excited about it hope you are too uh there's a lot of good books coming up that i'm super pumped about so mm-hmm. we hope you keep listening and thanks for joining us for this one See you later. <laughs> we got to work on our beginnings and our I'm endings. I'm gonna try a new goodbye every That's time. That's not it. I'll tell you. you. Sure. <laughs> bye. But bye, everyone. <laughs> we'll see you next week for Invisible Life of Addie Larue. Mwah. <laughs> also not it. <laughs>